you, Shaka Khan. Hey, everybody. This is Soul Sanctuary. It's bright and early this Saturday morning. You're joining me, Atika. We're going to go into Earth today and talk about Earth and pentacles and discs and all things that have to do with that element through different modalities of metaphysical stuff. And we're going to listen to some music. Um, I thought that because we are in the second day of Virgo, which happens to be an earth sign, one of my favorite earth signs, some of my favoriteest people are Virgo, my dad and my husband, and I have a couple of friends who are female Virgos, and I'm still starting, to, still learning what female Virgo means. I know it's different from a male Virgo, uh, but that's the sign that we're in. We've left Leo season. Leo season is over. Things aren't going to be quite as shiny for a little bit, right? Uh, but now that we're in Virgo season, Virgo have the most beautiful aspects. We'll talk about that when we get to Zodiac. Um, for now, I want to talk to you about what today's energy is. So 8-25-2018, when you boil it down, numerology way, <laughs> uh, you get to adjustment. Now, this is the 8 or eighth in the major arcana in some decks like um rws uh the eighth card is strength however in the thoth deck which is what i use and some other ones uh based on whatever thoth is based on uh you'll find that eight is adjustment so if in your deck it is 11 then you can just look at your 11th card because that's the one that i have the energy for today and here's what we wrote about it today. So it says to cultivate and embody the balance required to balance your entire body on the tip of a sword, just like on the card. And on my card, I have this uh, beautiful being that is balancing its entire body and two really heavy scales on the tip of a sword. It says, notice that gender is not specified and physical eyes are closed. And that means today is not about what you see. Uh, this is about electrons balanced by protons, like salt balanced by potassium. I'm talking about balance on a molecular level and an atomic level, right? We're talking about that deep balance, that abiding balance, that part that keeps you calm during really tough times. That's the balance that we're looking for today. And then the question is, what can you do today to get that kind of balance? So how can you move in a way that gives you the kind of balance that can hold you through hard times, enough that you can share it with having enough for your kids and enough for your partner, enough balance and calm and perspective on the situations? How can you get that together? Um, while we think about that, uh, we're going to listen to a little bit of Oasis, uh, just because I like this song. And uh, the meditation or what we're the rumination, what we're concentrating on right now, what we want to bring our awareness to and around is molecular level balance. <laughs> See that's called drama that. Because now you know what's gonna come next. I'll eat mine. Realize what you got to do. I don't believe that anybody 
feels the way I do about you now. The back people where there's on the street, there's a fire in your heart right now. But I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do. We have to walk the wide And all the lights that light the way of light There are many things that I would like to say to you But I don't know how I don't know how Except maybe
What's wrong? What are you afraid of? The love below. She stays alone. Never sheds a single tear. She stays in the coolest moods. Clearly, a woman of the year. They go out dressed to win. She comes back to the cooler side of town. jump into Zodiac 
for earth for the element earth and one of the reasons is because we just entered virgo season so we left leo season which was the fire element we're currently in virgo which is earth and next will be libra uh which will be air so while we're in Virgo, what's interesting is we're in this earth sign and the seasons change to more earth based, right? Uh, at the end of Virgo season is uh, September 21st is there at the end. And that is the start of fall, the actually official start of fall, the official start of autumn. And we get to enter it here from while we're um, enjoying Virgo. And so it's cool that this earth sign gets kind of the world back focused on earth. And you know that in fall, there's all kinds of harvest and stuff like there's all kinds of harvest like balls and that kind of thing. We get Halloween going on. We're all prepping for the holidays, which is a whole other level of stress <laughs> for different reasons. Uh, but we'll have some shows around that too when we get closer to it. So um, while we're in Virgo, um, this earth sign, let's talk about earth in the zodiac. So for earth signs, they are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. We're currently in Virgo. What you'll notice about all three of these signs is that they are the doers of the zodiac, uh, highly driven with a desire to succeed and prosper. Uh, earth signs are self-critical, uh, but hate to show vulnerabilities. Earth signs can be stubborn because they're true to themselves. Um, they're not the fondest of change and they help people genuinely. So I like some of those descriptions. <laughs> I don't know about the, uh, well, I guess I, all of it seems true, right? Uh, what I know from practical experience, I am a Taurus and I deal with Virgo daily, um, and Capricorn actually. Uh, so what I've noticed about earth signs is, uh, earth signs can hold a grudge. Uh, if <laughs> it's difficult to get an actual true, I got over it kind of situation when you have uh, earth signs involved. And I also noticed that earth signs don't play with goodbye. Like I know some signs, some of the fierier signs like to have arguments and pretend to leave and pretend to get divorced and, or pretend to quit. And they like to like, you know, play with that kind of stuff. Earth signs don't do that. If earth sign says they're leaving, they're leaving. <laughs> And that's the end of it. There's not a whole lot of conversation that can happen at that point. And I think that points to perhaps uh, one of the things we could tell our earth sign friends is to try to address problems earlier. Because by the time that a, uh, an earth sign's ready to leave, uh, they've had it up to here. All right. So the point is, or the idea is, or to live more smoothly would be to deal with things when they're small so that you can uh, get through them and possibly save whatever relationship you're about to ruin. <laughs> and the other thing is that I did notice that uh, earth signs will give you a warning shot. So if you are entering dangerous territory or we're about to have a problem, you'll notice that if you're dealing with a Virgo or a Capricorn or a Taurus, they will let you know, like, hey, uh, you're stepping on my foot. I'm about to do something about it. <laughs> I've noticed that you'll get a warning from all these earth signs. Hey, write me and let me know what your experience with earth signs are. If you have one that's cool and you want to share it and maybe we'll share it on the air. You can write me at Atika8, the number eight, A-T-T-I-K-A, the number eight, at Outlook.com. And uh, we'll get to chatting. Uh, so that's kind of what we're looking at for the earth signs. Um, I'm going to kind of move towards Earth in tarot, which is where I'm most comfortable. Uh, I'm not really an astrology 
person. I'm more a tarot person, right? And in tarot, Earth is referred to as either pentacles, discs, coins. Uh, I've seen it actually just called Earth. Um, uh, isn't there one that's called masks and that's Earth too, I think? Anyway, it always has to do with um, every time you have a su the suit that is Earth, that is this element, it's dealing with finances, business, health, education, building, and materialism. This has to do with where you live, how you make money, your security, all that root chakra stuff, the stuff that binds you to the earth. That is uh, what we're talking about when we have earth signs in, or when we talk about the earth element, I'm sorry, in tarot. In my thought deck, it's called discs. And actually my favorite card is there. She is the queen of discs. And the beauty in this card, it's its a gorgeous, gorgeous card. I'll put it on a Soul Sanctuary um, on the page on Facebook so that you can see a picture of her. Um, she's gorgeous. And what is great about this card and about the element Earth is she's looking back over her shoulder at a barren desert and she's sitting in an oasis. And the card is about learning from your past, overcoming or acknowledging that you've overcome a barren past or a really tough past and you've made peace with it, or you've overcome it, you know, you've been successful at it, but you're past a really hard kind of arid stretch of your life, and you're in a more fruitful place, which is, you know, just the best outcome. I mean, the only reason we do anything is to be in a more fruitful place and a happier, um, more fruitful, <laughs> there's not a better way to say that, uh, more fruitful place, and I think that card really depicts that beautifully. Uh, while we're in Virgo right now, I'm going to kind of combine Virgo with tarot and talk about the cards that actually fall within the Virgo time frame. So the cards that fall in the Virgo time frame are Prudence, the Eight of Discs, Gain, the Nine of Discs, and Wealth, the Ten of Discs. So if we were to spend the next month and just concentrate on those three aspects of Earth, which are pr Prudence, gain and wealth what do you think we'd have at the at the end of that probably a good budget right probably a good reallocation of things this is a good time to declutter get your earth space to match what's going on with you spiritually hopefully there's growth right and stretch and goals and challenge and if you make your earth space match that that's prudence prudence is talk prudence has to do with taking care of what like stewardship prudence has to do with taking care of what you were given whether we're talking about your gifts your talents your home your relationship your children what kind of a steward are you on my on my deck uh the card has a really big like flower plant of some type and each and the plant has eight different flowers and each flower has one big old leaf that is protecting that individual flower each flower has individual care and so it's all about that individual intricate care that you take of what is given to you if you're given a brand new card you immediately smudge you know Taco Bell all over it <laughs> or do you take time to take care of it think about that in all the things you were given and this is a good way to get to gratefulness too right because the way that you show that you're grateful is that you take care of what you're given is that right so let's start with our body are you taking care of your body as if it is the gift that it is 
Are you thankful that you're able to walk and able to move your joints and are not in pain all the time? And do you show your body that by giving yourself nutritious food, enough rest, a break from stress, recreation, good sex, whatever it is that your body needs? Are you taking care of it? And that is the question that you want to ask when you're going to think about prudence this month. Gain is, of course, an increase in your material things. Where in your life do you need gain? Is it on your vision board? Are you doing anything about it or not, right? So let's try to figure out what gain you need and how fast you can get it. Let's make a goal out of it. What gain do you need? Figure it out. What people can help? What resources? What relationships can you work on that can help you towards a goal of gain? And so that's like kind of amassing. That is an accruement, right? And then wealth. So wealth is the last one in here. So maybe if we do the first 10 days for prudence, the second decade, the second 10 days as gain, and then the last 10 days that are kind of facing Libra um, as wealth, that might be a cool way to do this, right? And so then wealth is about that sustained uh, security, that's what wealth is, sustained security. Rich is like having money now. Wealth is sustained security. You can't get rid of wealth, right? So where in your life do you need to fortify that idea? Where do you need sustained security? Where do you need to reinforce your levies? What, you know, what needs to be uh, changed so that you can have that feeling of connectedness uh, that you get with wealth? And then also, how would you behave if you had the wealth that you need? Sometimes we get so uh, caught up in keeping up with the Joneses or looking like we're keeping up with the Joneses in the case of social media um, that we kind of forget what our goal even is. Uh, I read a statistic, I think it was about five years ago. It said the only amount of money that you need is like $18,500 per person in your house. So $18,500 per person in your house. Take eighteen five and multiply it by how many people are in your house. That's how much money it costs to be happy. Now, this was about five years ago, so it might have increased slightly, but not much. And if you're looking at those numbers, we're not talking about millionaires. That's not what's needed. It doesn't sound like, right? I mean, you have to go back and read that study and see what they're talking about happy is. Uh, but if that's all it takes, that seems like you should be able to figure out how to get that much money. It doesn't seem like too much. And the idea is that now we're talking about it, right? Now you're looking at it. What is it that you need? And once you can make the vision plain, you can get whatever it is that you need. You can get whatever it is. Um, I think that it happens through partnership. I think that you need the balance of yin and yang. You need uh, someone to be able to kind of bounce your ideas against. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be a friend relationship. It could be a parent that's really objective. Uh, but I think it's important to kind of flesh your ideas out with someone else as you're working through them. And it's important to pick someone who is gentle with your heart. If you go to somebody cruel and start talking to you about your dreams with them, you need to check what's going on because you're kind of setting yourself up to be abused and that means you need to do some healing. Um, so as we're thinking about that, visualizing, trying to get together, what does prudence, gain, and wealth kind of mean to you? Uh, and we'll focus on that for the next month. In addition to reading The Art of War and switching into the next book, which is Khalil Gibran. Yeah! 
yes, we're going to be doing that too. Uh, but while we're doing that, while we're just about to get started going into this month and to consider these three concepts, um, I'm going to play some friends for you because that's the best way to start absolutely anything. And I'll see you on the other side of the break. Said a joker to the thief. 
there's too much confusion I can't get no relief Businessman there who drink my wine Plowman dig my earth None will ever own the mine Nobody of it is worth So we went through Terra and we did some Zodiac as well. And now we're going to talk about the root chakra. This is the first chakra in all seven chakras, right? We have root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. <laughs> I did them. I don't know why I felt like I wasn't going to get it right, but uh, that, that, that's what I, that, that's what they are. 
Uh, so with the root chakra, let's all, first of all, let's all just agree that there's probably some tuning up that we can do with our root chakra. There's not a whole lot of humans walking around that have their root chakras completely in tune and balanced. Uh, I've seen like one on TV and I've met zero. <laughs> so let's assume that we could all use just a little brush up there, just a little bit. Let's all do it together. That way nobody feels left out, right? So here are the affirmations for the root chakra and then we'll go through and talk about some more information about it, all right? So the first affirmation for your, I'm just gonna read them and then give you time to repeat it and then I'll go on to the next one. Okay, uh, here we go. I love being in my body. I am centered and grounded. I am at peace with the material. I am able to let go of fear and know that I am eternally safe. Those are fantastic affirmations. Who doesn't need to hear and say all of that probably several times a day? We'll take up from our take a note from our Islamic brothers and do it five times a day. Could you do that five times a day? What if you did it for a week? Five times a day went through those affirmations. How do you think you'd feel? What do you think would be on the other side of that? I think that would be a fantastic experiment. I encourage you to try it and let me know your results. <laughs> so let's talk about when, how to know that there's an imbalance or something going on with your root chakra. The organs that are associated with your root chakra are your bowel, your intestines, and your adrenals, your kidneys. Uh, your issues, the issues that you'll find in your root chakra are survival, fear, and groundedness. And the phrase that's associated with your base or root chakra is to be here. So this is about being present. Um, I, I know that I spent a lot of time, uh, let's see, it was about in the 90s at some point, I read the book, The Presence of Now, something about now. Some at uh, Eckhart Tollhart. I, I can't remember any of the words in the right syllables right now, but it was a book about being present. It's like the gift of now, gift of the present. I don't know. I'm messing that up. But the idea was about not worrying about the future or thinking about the past, but being in the present. And I read the book three times. It was a little pamphlet book. I read it three times, and then I was talking to my dad, and I said. I have no idea what they're talking about, about be present. What does that mean? <laughs> how do you get present? I don't understand how to do that. How are you not thinking about the past or the future at all times? I don't even understand how to stop doing it, like how to stop the inertia, how to stop the motion uh, long enough to experience whatever presence is. And um, he explained to me in, in his very Virgo way, <laughs> what he thought it meant and he actually, he actually got really technical my dad's like a math and science genius so he actually like explained to me how the fifth dimension actually exists and really cool stuff it was a great conversation but at the end of it I, I still didn't know how to achieve presence and from my experience it seems like I've been there like twice and that was directly at the birth of my children <laughs> I don't know how else to get there. I don't know. I mean, the present, it's just like something that's elusive to me. I don't know if it's because I'm empathic, um, that I'm constantly processing information. And so that kind of makes that the way it is. Or if I, I believe that we're in a society that kind of trains us to be distracted and to accept everybody's distraction as if they're paying attention to us. It's, it's kind of sad, actually. <laughs> makes me really upset. Uh, but 
the idea to practice presence is uh, the idea to kind of bring balance uh, to your root chakra. One idea that uh, a listener gave me was to to get a compass, and I actually got one. It was like free stuff at some oh at Juneteenth. I got this this compass that goes on your keychain, and the idea is to look down at the compass and try to see if you could face north. And it sounds like a silly thing to do, uh, but the idea is bringing all of your awareness to the present moment. Which direction am I facing? And what a cool question to ask yourself several times a day. What direction am I facing? What am I going towards? Because at the end of the day, it'll show what you spent most of your day doing. Tomorrow's going to show what you spent most of yesterday doing, right? And so I love that idea. So if you want to try to experiment with being present and getting to present and having any idea of what that might mean, uh, I encourage you to try it. The, the compass thing, it's cute. It's cute. It makes me uh, remember to be present. Like it, it reminds me to remind myself to be present. Uh, and I like that idea. It's kind of like, you know, how an ace bandage doesn't actually do anything but remind you to not move the thing like that. It's kind of like that. And so hopefully uh, that little trick will, will, help, will help you. So when I looked up um, the chakras, and it talked about women's anxiety in chakras. And it said that this text is way too small for me to read. I'm going to have to share that with you some other time. <laughs> okay, moving along. Tuning and balancing root chakra. See, this is part of getting older. <laughs> I need to go carry my behind to the optometrist and get glasses but I refuse because I'm being my stubborn Taurus self all right so now I'm going to read the thing that's nice and big it's like 20 font <laughs> uh it says tuning and balancing root chakra so it's about support and prosperity that's what the root chakra embodies so notice if you're feeling fearful unable to focus anxious and forgetful if you find yourself feeling this way take a moment to pause Breathe deeply and tune into your body. Ground yourself by standing with your feet firmly on the floor. Barefoot in the grass is even better. Visualize a strong flow of energy between your body and the earth. Allow this energy to connect you back to this moment and whisper to yourself that you are safe and always cared for. If everybody could take a moment to kind of close your eyes, let's ground, take really deep yoga breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, and whisper to yourself, you are safe and always cared for. You are safe and always cared for. What a great idea to walk around with. How many like things would be solved if the world could embody the idea that they're safe and always cared for? I think fear drives terrible decisions all the time. How cool is it to kind of spend this day without it? Oh, mm-hmm.
quite some time Little sad girl And I've been holding things in for a while I must confess, girl That for you, my love runs deep See, I got it bad, girl I hope that don't sound too steep Out of your plans, girl You can 
Yes, it is. Funky. I'm hot, and I care who knows it. I got a job to do. Thank you. Yes. I'm to the other side thank you so much for sticking with me here on soul sanctuary it's bright and early on the saturday morning downtown san marcos texas hopefully y'all are up and getting ready to go to the farmer's market and hang out uh they'll be down there from nine to one. Oh, and I have a really cool announcement at the farmer's market um when they do the mermaid parade we're gonna have a limbo contest how cool is that we're still coming up with the idea or what the contest the, like the prizes are gonna be and everything but there's gonna be a limbo contest there and i'm gonna be participating i hope that you'll come down and uh hang out uh and do that as well uh so we were talking about the root chakra and so we have a little bit more on earth to do to to finish up um before we get back into that let me just remind those of you who would love to have a tarot reading with me that you can book a tarot reading at hightarot.com that's h-a-i-t-a-r-o-t.com you can follow hightarot that's h-a-i-t-a-r-o-t on IG and Twitter. Uh, There's a Facebook page, and now there's a Facebook group. That's kind of new. We do daily tarot. It's called Today's Tarot on Twitter and uh, Facebook. I try to remember to do it on IG, but it's harder for me to do, so it doesn't happen as often. (laughs) That's just the truth. Uh, And then you can reach out to me uh, to get uh, a reading. Like I said, either um, go to High Tarot, 
uh, on any of the social networks. Uh, you can email me at hightarot@outlook.com if you want to just go directly through email and just let me know what kind of reading you want to do. If you want to have dream interpretation or pendulum or tarot reading, if you'd like to do it over the phone or in person, uh, let me know what you want and uh, we'll get you hooked on up. Okay, uh, so let's go back a little bit into the root chakra. So I wanted to let you know, for those of you who do practice yoga or are interested in getting into it, warrior one is the position for connecting with your root chakra. So that's the one that you would want to start practicing in and through. And so while we're um, kind of closing up and, and getting ready to go about our lives here, <laughs> Uh, I hope that you enjoyed Soul Sanctuary and the music that we had today. Um, I'm just going to go through and tell you about what cards came up this week and see if you can see where you were able to kind of connect with these cards throughout the week. So on the 19th, uh, the card was Lust. So that is passion plus reason. That's what that card's about. Uh, and then on the 20th, it was The Hanged Man. That's all about changing your perspective. On the 20th, did you find yourself changing a perspective on things? Did you use that energy to empower yourself, right? And then we went from the hanged man to the emperor, which is a really interesting change because their body shape is so similar in these cards. And um, I'll go ahead and post this picture on the uh, Soul Sanctuary page too so you can see the similarities. It's, the colors are completely different, but the the shape is the same and there's some interesting questions we asked about that last week that was on the 21st and then on the 22nd uh that was the hierophant and that is all about the question was is there any master of wisdom past or present to whom you feel attracted so that's all about finding a role model and then kind of trying to shape your life to match theirs uh to your discretion to, you know to your pleasure more <laughs> more accurately and then we had the devil card. So we actually had the devil card this week. And it's always interesting, the responses that I get when the devil card comes up as the today's tarot, because it's one of the more um, vilified <laughs> uh, cards of the deck, when it doesn't really mean anything terrible at all. It, um, the questions that come up when we're looking at the devil card are, when do you feel stuck? What negative things do you allow to remain in your life? And where do you need to let go? None of that's scary. I mean, not scary in the like gory horror movie sense. It's scary in that you're going to have to face some truths, right? But the cool thing is you come out on the other side more healed, and that is what it's all about. And then on the 24th, that was just yesterday, we had the chariot card. And the chariot card is all about strategic planning. It's about um, putting in motion what will make you successful. And so this one, we asked ourselves, what can I do right now to help me sleep better tonight? And then I gave about uh, 15 suggestions. Some of them are kind of funny. <laughs> um, but that's what we were thinking about yesterday. What can I do right now to help me sleep better tonight? That's what our chariot card kind of invited us to do yesterday. And so I hope that uh, you participated in that as well. Uh, let's see what else we have. Um, I think we're wrapping. Uh, I'm going to try to finally do my... Uh, uh, my drop uh, that I've been wanting to from the end of my computer, that print song. So let's see if it works. A better life, 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 a better
goodbye.